This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Black Girls Living. You're joined with Vic and Jasmine. And yeah, uh, do you know I saw this thing on TikTok about millennial pauses, and I was like, oh my god, we do that straight before every <laughs> podcast episode because we do the intro, then a little pause. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a rest. <laughs> yeah. What? What do you think it is? Hold on, wait. Because I, I think someone had a theory on what it is. What millennial pauses? Yeah. Um... I forgot what they said. But also, um, what's his name? Victor did a video the other day and it really killed me. Because mm. he was like, millennials, cut out the free, the first three seconds of your videos, please. Okay, that annoys me. When people don't actually cut out the the actual gap. like Especially like ads. <laughs> oh, it irritates me like, uh, I, it really irritates me when I watch someone's ad and they don't cut things. Because I'm thinking, you could mm. you could have cut Why didn't you cut that? But then what makes <laughs> it even worse is the brand has said, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They don't care enough. Oh my gosh. I think we need to get into it straight away. Oh. This kingdom... What was it called? Mm. The... What's it called? Oh, what's it called? The marriage thing. The marriage. What's it called? The guide to marriage in which they're charging £650. The Plug Global Army, the Kingdom's Relationship Masterclass. Hmm. Yeah, so basically, two prophets, Christian couple, their prophets from the UK decided to charge people £350. For the early bird masterclass, or five hundred if you're late, three hundred as a couple, and six fifty if you're late. Um, and the, the, and the thing is, will... I need to know late for what. <laughs> <laughs> what makes me an early bird? Honestly, and, and what makes late. me late? Not even, not even regular or normal <laughs> tickets or general. But yeah, it includes full stream of their wedding, three day relationship. Um, advice and an invite to the wedding. What? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm even glad. I'm even glad that you read all of that out because I didn't even know what the money entailed. I was I was so curious to see what am I buying with this because I saw the live stream to the wedding. What's it called? A live stream to the wedding, and I was like, surely not. Mm. But you're saying only three days of counselling as well. Sorry, that's a lifetime subscription. Yeah. Six hundred and fifty <laughs> What? It is it is worrying. I can't lie. I and I don't like when I see like Christian couples like capitalizing on like on on people who want love. You know, mm. just like this idea of capitalizing like oh yeah. I mean I'm not talking about this couple because I don't know them, so I don't want to talk about it, but yeah. I'll talk about like from experience, but this idea that oh, we're married, we are, or we're engaged, so therefore I am better than you, therefore I am going to show you how to get there. And it's like, I don't want to be rude, and I hope this does not sound awful, but I just think you're just lucky. Like, I I just, because I don't mm. see me being engaged and seeing me like, oh, I'm better than that person, I'm more pretty, or I'm, I'm more worthy, or I'm more whole, or I just, I don't believe it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I don't. And, and I've, I've even had single friends say to me stuff like, oh, you know, I, for me to get into a relationship or for me to put myself out there, I need to be sorted within myself, like financially and, you know, mentally and like everything. I need to have my job secured, everything. And I'm just like, I am literally a mess. 
you are not worthy of love because God forbid. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, no, sorry, sorry. Yeah, let me, mm. God forbid that I'm a mess, but I need stop. I need even stop being negative. I've cut myself to one hour complaints a day. It's enough. <laughs> but, but no, truthfully, like, no, I'm, I'm not, crying that you've given yourself a, a whole hour. It's too much, guys. It's like, I can't be complaining like this. Like, life ain't that bad. Like, it is bad, but it's not uh, chill, hand. Like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. I just don't like that. Like, I've heard people say stuff like, oh, yeah, I need to be whole. I need to be. So and even men say it like, oh yeah, yeah. Before I before I do this or before I, you know, I want to be sorted. I want to have my foundation set. It's like everyone is insane. Like you are, we are living in extreme madness. Like the UK does not cater for us to thrive. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, the housing system does not cater for us to thrive. The job market does not cater for us. It, everything is fucked. If we're gonna wait and wait, we're gonna wait until we're like fifty. Mm. For everything to be perfect, nothing is. I know there's this idea, and I don't know if it's social media playing a part of relationships are perfect, and that's when you enter it. And when you when you enter it, it's all perfect. It's like no, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. I I just I, I feel really sad that people are, you know, people are taking advantage of other people's insecurities. Yeah, it's 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 really really sad. Like you said, I think that is what a lot of these coaches and stuff will fail to tell you that you know, we were lucky, mm. but they're going to try and sell you this idea of these are the steps that you can take to get to this and to be like us and this, that, and the other. And it's not, that's not how life works at all, at all, at all, at all. And um, I just want to, do you know, do you know what makes it even more like baffling? Like you're not, you're not married wow. yet. <laughs> yet. You're not married yet. Like mm. maybe like I wouldn't say I've been following their story but I've seen like bits of them like online over the years I think mm. so like especially because she's the one that said something like what about the nails on the cross <gasps> is that her yes oh, wow her. she's very iconic that was so iconic <laughs> you're getting your nails so... done you're worrying about getting your nails done but what about the nails on the cross that's the best <laughs> meme ever oh my god not her oh god I've never even come across them well, I didn't know she was a prophet. Um, yeah, and I think they're also the same couple where, like, she's a virgin. and Oh, no, stop it. Yes, that's him. Oh, I mean, that's them. That video made me cringe. Mm. Because I, I didn't like the idea of she's a virgin and we're going to glorify that and we're going to be like, that's an amazing achievement, but he, then he's not. Yeah, because he's... And, he's like, and then he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, because... I'm really happy that she is. But what about you? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It, it was a very, very <sighs> uncomfortable watch, watching that. So they're the same couple, imagine. So it's like, I, I think they have been together for like a, a semi-while, like a couple years before they got to this point. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, what, sorry, but what do you know about marriage? You're still in the engagement phase. And there's people out there that, have probably have parents that have been married for decades for years mm. what why should they dis, discard what their parents have gone through and what they have to say and listen and pay actually pay mm. to you pay for your advice Gosh. I just don't understand like what the selling point is mm. and someone had an inter- interesting tweet which I think was good they were like um what's it called I think I sent it to you one second just before the recording no, no, no. That was just banter when it said when they said even the royal wedding was streamed for free. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so true. <laughs> no, but someone was saying like if you've like if you've if you're paying for a man to tell you for not not a man in particular, but if you're paying for a man to tell you like how to have a um a marriage, mm. like a godly marriage you've already forsaken God basically because you're not putting your faith in him. You're putting your faith in man yeah, by paying. Yeah, definitely. To... Do you know what I mean? Like, so I was mm. like, yeah, that's actually a good point. I just don't know how, I don't know. It's sad, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really loneliness sad. that is driving people to, yeah. to pay to, these to pay. prices. And... and people will pay it. And it's, yeah. it's just really sad. And one, one, one aspect of the course was like, you know, it will break off generational curses of divorce and it's like mm. i just i just i just feel like 
obviously no one gets no one gets married to have a divorce yeah but i just i just oh, i don't know just it's like sometimes you know when we see like really unhealthy cu- couples i mean we obviously don't know the backstory but like will, will and jada for example mm. from what we've seen that does not look like a good setup but i think you said it that he does not want to get divorced like he's, yeah you know you, you i hear it from men a lot where they're like i don't care how bad my relationship i'm not getting a divorce i'm not getting divorced like they just see it as so such a failure it's so negative it's so like you know Mm. but what you're in right now is so negative it's so harmful you don't know how it's affecting the kids mental health you don't know how it's do you know what I mean it's like yeah people would rather stay in a shit relationship shit marriage than to have the divorce title hanging over them Mm. I don't know it's just when I saw that this morning I was just so disappointed because I just felt like I know people pay for it and also that the aspect of paying to see a wedding is like I think someone else said it, another influencer has done the same, or a couple of influencers have done the same, where they're asking people to pay to to watch their wedding. And mm. I, don't know, just I hear it, right. weddings are like 30, 40 grand these days, I hear it, but... But you're, so you're... like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, tra- but it's like you're charging your following, but your friends and family can come for free. <laughs> what? I, think... I don't know. And then yeah. it also makes me think, like, I've been thinking about it a little bit when, when I'm watching shows like Married at First Sight, Love mm. is Blind. Like, I do think, like, and then it makes you think, oh, I sound like those, like, you're, I, I hope I don't, I hope I don't sound, come across insensitive, but, you know, those really, really religious people. But, uh, but then I'm like, maybe I am, maybe that is what I'm coming across as. And maybe, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, whatever. But, like, when I watch these shows, I'm like, they're not taking marriage seriously. Yeah. I don't, like for, no go on Jess. no no no. i was gonna say i don't think they are i don't think they do take mm. like married at first sight i think it's an abomination mm. so, sorry to sorry to be dramatic but when it first started out i genuinely saw some of the value of it mm. like the first couple seasons were like very very serious like this was not a joke but the last few seasons i'm like this is actually hell like mm-hmm. what the hell is this they're just not taking marriage seriously. Like, it's not taken seriously. Like they, and they'll oh. say stuff like, Nathaniel and El- Ella. Was it Ella her name? Yeah. Nathaniel just did not want to be with Ella. Uh, uh, whatever, cool. And then he'd say stuff like, my wife is chatting to da 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 And I'm mm. like, but you don't like her. Like, you're, you're barely in a relationship and yeah. you're calling her my wife. It's like, it's like I don't know, I don't know they're making TV and I know it's been bountiful and stuff, but I just felt like the the... The ratings for marriage was just on zero. Like, it was and, and it, I almost like it was mainly out of possession than anything yeah. else. Like even like ninety day fiance, it's like oh, we, we just don't really rate marriage really. Mm. And I think I have seen like I've been to churches where they've said it like you know we don't rate it like that's why we, you know, will we won't fight for it. Yeah. yeah. For for example, I know I said that divorce, you know, people should get it if they if they see the relationship is, is is not healthy and stuff. But then I also saw this um women's hour segment where they were talking about how long term relationships also e- oftentimes equals to short term marriages. And this woman was talking about her experience how she got married and within a few months or a few years, sorry, he asked for divorce. Wow. And, he just, and he didn't and he didn't even want to work on it he just said yeah I just don't want to be I just don't want to be in this relationship anymore just didn't want to work on it and that makes me sad because like why well, he didn't he didn't even want to try mm. but at the same time at least she's freed because she, she's not with someone who is lying to her or tugging her along preventing her to find happiness down the line um, yeah I have heard of a few instances of that where like people might be together for years like mm. seven to ten years then they decide to get married and then when they get married they get divorced oh. sometimes within the year That's and i'm just like i wonder what the change is what is mm. the switch and i think that's kind of what scares me about marriage mm. not to say that i don't want to get married or anything like that but I'm, I've, I've never been like hotly on it like it hasn't been like you know if someone says what's your five-year plan mm. i've never been like oh i want to be married just because I just there's something that's literally terrifies me about it and I want like it scares me how from what I've heard 
I could only say heard or seen it's like some people change and the way some people view marriage as well like I feel like a lot of people use marriage as okay now I'm now I'm married I'm gonna level up kind of thing or like Mm. I expect it's like I think some people have these this expectation of what happens or what should happen rather when you get Mm. married and it's like I want to obviously this is personal to me but I want to be in a place where we've already gotten to the pinnacle of our relationship if that makes sense Mm. and now we're just you know coming together if that makes Mm -hmm. sense I don't want to feel like oh when we get married then we're going to reach the pinnacle Mm. or when we get married then this is going to happen when we get married then I expect you to be doing this that and the other Mm. I just find that concept so backwards yeah I don't know I, I don't know if it's just me but yeah I feel like I don't want much to change. I want I want my relationship to already be so good that when we get married, it feels like a continuation of that. I don't want to yeah. feel like now that I'm married, oh gosh, now I have mm. all of this to consider. Now I have this to do. Oh, now he's doing this. Oh, now th- do you know what I mean? It's just mm. oh, it's, it's it's a weird one. That's really interesting. Yeah, because I never thought of what could change when you get married mm. or even engaged. I just I don't know what would be different. Like. Do I cook more? Do I clean more? Like, <laughs> is that is is it those kind of expectations that you're meant to? Yeah, I think some some men. I don't know about women necessarily, mm. but I think some men do have like different expectations of. Oh, when you're my wife, then you'll be da 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 da. Wow. I don't think I don't think obviously it's not all men, but I feel mm. like some people definitely feel like when they get married, then you're gonna start doing this. Or I expect this from my husband. I expect this from my wife. Yeah, I think you think you think you have to your your relationship has to be that way. I just mm. I can't imagine the ring now. The apron has magically appeared. Yeah, this is it. Mm. This is it. This is it. Or, like... or now his money has def has doubled overnight. <laughs> you know, it's. it's... Mm. I don't it's know having it's... that those realistic expectations. I think Spotify rap. Hmm. Jasmine, you started on business. <laughs> Why is Ghana number one? Ghana was my number one artist this year. Do you know what? I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm absolutely not. Because mm. he has, since that album came out, he has he has stayed in my Damn. playlist. Stayed. Even Don Tolliver. Uh, uh, that man's got bangers. What can Nothing. I say? What can I say? I didn't even know that Jasmine listened to him. Because I was going <laughs> to go see him live. But I was like, nah, I can't bother. Mm. If I had known. Yeah, no worries. When he comes back, we'll go. Yeah, we'll be cool. there. Um, yeah, how how was your Spotify raps? Because I don't think I saw yours. Asha Care. He was your number one. Yeah, and then I'm not, I'm not really surprised by that because mm. that album I was listening to all the time. Um, oh, then Victoria Monroe. Mm-hmm. Scissor. Dustin Conrad, or he's like, okay, he's yeah, not here. and then Flo, and then I was getting dragged. <laughs> Sorry, why? Because top songs, Boy Is a Liar, is number two. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't expect that. I didn't even expect it to. Where did that I, come from? I don't know, but I hate that song. I hate. That song, like you listened to it until you were finished with oh, it. Oh, I hate that when it comes on. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> hate it. Um, I have haven't listened to music as much as I did last year. So last year, I listened to music like I think I had like eighty or ninety minutes, ninety thousand minutes worth of listening. Wow. This year's only like fifty-seven. Wow, mine is twenty seven thousand. Wow. Oh my gosh, Victoria. I know. But how do you listen to music? Is it like just in your like when you're working at home and stuff? It's just on in the background or like? Uh... I'm interested to see like how people because me, my mm. main the main way I listen to music is commuting. So like into and out of work, I'll I'll listen to music. Yeah, and definitely. Sometimes commuting. on the weekend when I'm doing like chores and stuff. Yeah, definitely. But it's commuting. mainly just commuting. Yeah. Yeah, same commuting. As soon as I like 
turn the key to lock the door, the headphones are in mm. until I reach the destination. So I could be listening to podcast music. Um, and then when I'm cleaning, when I go to the toilet, <laughs> just when I'm alone, I've always got music on. If I'm not watching TV, then I have music on. If I'm cleaning the kitchen, the music's on. When I wake up, maybe I'll put a podcast on. Just when I'm alone. Okay. When, I, when I was driving, I always had music on, always had a podcast on. Mm. I just always have something on. Okay. Maybe it's Fair like enough. a comfort thing, it's like background noise. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. But wow, 57,000 minutes. Well, 80,000 last year. Wow. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even check the pods um stats this year. Yeah. But no I do want to say thank you to everybody who yeah, has thank you guys. us in your Spotify wrapped in your top five or like top, top, top. Like, I don't know. I think every year it sort of surprises me. Yeah, same. That people are actually listen. <laughs> like, wow, you guys still listen like you're not bored or like but thank you really really appreciate it like it does mean a lot that people are listening that's yeah like you're listening listening it's weird you know it is is like a it's very very humbling because Mm. obviously I think me and Vic we do this pod and yeah like we're just we're just we're literally just having a conversation as friends yeah like the same conversation we would have offline we have Mm. well not quite it's a lot more polished on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like these are the conversations that we would have with each other offline and you Mm. just think oh like people actually interested in this yeah 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 it's um, definitely humbling you're definitely right I think so I think it does make you feel like wow like we got something to say and it's like people really like what we have to say I think that's I think that's that's quite nice yeah, yeah nice and that you trust us as well because mm. even when you guys message us or something and you're like oh can you talk about whatever and I'm just like oh you actually mm. like res- you want to know our opinion yeah you want to you want to know what you have to say and some of you I know that you're asking for mess I know it yeah oh my god <laughs> I'll never forget one of you one of you asked us one influencer getting dragged <laughs> one of you said and it was a UK influencer that me and Jasmine know even really like yeah I would even uh, go to say that she's an acquaintance. <laughs> and one of you said, can you comment? I said, hey. <laughs> you wouldn't drag your, you wouldn't drag your friends or acquaintance on the main platform, please. <laughs> let's, let's, let's be guided. And also me and Jasmine are not like pinnacles of the community. I don't want to believe that we are like, we're not, we're just, we're just yeah, ordinary girls. <laughs> living normally, black girls living. We're just two girls living normally, normally mm-hmm. as they come. Like we're not, like even when we give our opinions, like we could be wrong, guys, and you can tell us we're wrong, or we could be right. So we, yeah. And me and Dad may not even agree on the opinion. Like we, we're just not. We're not the pinnacles, the oracles, mm. the prophets. Yeah, we're not at all. We're not. We're not. Like I, what, what was I going to lead this on to? Um, Jackie Aina. So there's an influencer called Winnie who's been dragged for the whole weekend by saying that black influencers do better when they have a white audience. Mm. Right, so then Jackie and she includes Jackie Anna's name in that conversation. Oh, Jackie does. That's why Jackie's doing well, right? Ta, ta, ta. And Jackie spoke on it, and but she also said something really interesting. Like um, when she during like Black Lives Matter, people were like sending her like stuff, like kind of like using her like an emotional punching bag. Like, oh, this person's died, or this company's not not acting right, or this person only this company only has three percent black people and working there. You oh, speak wow. about you speak about it, and I see people do that to collect you all the time. Mm-hmm. That's why I see people like Kalechi, I see people like Jackie Anna, and I'm like, why doesn't a brand that has like a massive spa day and just have have them there? Because mm. it's like it's not every day like you're asking these people to like be your your mouthpiece. When yeah. do you know what I mean? Like I'm just like, oh, like nah, like we shouldn't even be seeking joy of like seeing someone drag someone. Like if they do it like because that's off their own accord and that's something they're like, cool. But it's like when people are sending stuff like, yeah, you know, they should they should be talking about this or they should be dragging this person. It's like. Ah. For entertainment, for yeah, mm. yeah. I didn't even see Jackie's reply. You know, mm. I didn't even see it. And the other black girl, I didn't even know. I didn't. I didn't even clock the other black girl's name that she said. Um, I think it was Fantasia. I keep saying that, and I don't think that's her name. <laughs> and you, you've said her name in an American accent, <laughs> Fantasia. <laughs> Do you know from the Tart Trip? Oh, we're, we're, oh, Tart was fin- doing a cleanup. Fin- Finita. I think that was her name. Yeah. Thought we were doing a cleanup. 
Did they yeah. have the white people on the trip and then they literally brought some people <laughs> three days later? I don't know how funny that is. Mm. That's jokes. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird one being like kind of public. And I think naturally when you when you do listen to someone or you support their content or something, like maybe there is like an expectation of them to reflect your opinions like a hundred percent. But at the end of the day, me and Vic like we're we're individuals and obviously because we are in a friendship group a lot of our thoughts are going to be similar it's just Mm. it's just natural obviously we wouldn't be friends if we were on completely opposite Mm. ends of the spectrum on a lot of things like Mm. it just wouldn't work um however it's like we're not gonna we're not gonna have something to say about everything Mm. and there might be a reason for that there might not be a reason for that, but I feel like sometimes maybe there's an expectation that, oh, these lot have said this and that's disappointed me, or these lot haven't said this and that's disappointed me. And I understand that completely, but mm. there are definitely going to be other people that share your views. Mm. We're just two people. And yes, mm. we have a platform, but we're just literally two ordinary people and we're not perfect. Mm. I know for a fact the even the person that started this pod five years ago we we didn't even we don't even do that Vic it's so bad like we don't even um like acknowledge our milestones but yeah it's been like just over five years that we yeah, started it's crazy. Like, living. Mm. like the the Jasmine that started this podcast with Vic um five years ago I'm not that same person I'm sure if yeah. I listened to mm. previous episodes I would be screaming at some yeah, of the same. stuff that I said I don't even think this I don't I've when I when I turned 30 I felt like wow I I I don't think the same mm, not at all I even to to a year ago I don't mm, think the same as I did mm, like there's I so don't. much growth to happen in mm. this world and like I don't know maybe fortunately unfortunately like we're growing publicly mm. on the podcast so people will listen to stuff from the from five years ago and be like rah they said this or they didn't say that and da 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 but yeah we're 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 people we're learning we're growing well then everybody has that so it's like Mm. we could put up your tweets yeah Yeah. you know i think there's that comfort of not being public or not having like a especially like a podcast because it's like wow we're really chatting for for one hour and we Mm. could say one thing wrong and someone's like oh she's this she's that yeah you know but yeah i think you know i think sometimes when people comfort people online for like past things they said or stuff it's like when you all i have to say is this year when people talk to their friends and their friends say some salacious things or shit do you drag them in public or do you or do you even drag them and say oh no i don't say that a lot of people don't a lot of people sit there in their friends don't don't say anything have you seen that trend as well like i find it so weird It's, it's a weird trend you know that drake lyric where he goes i hope no one heard that I hope no one heard that. Mm. I forgot what song it is. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but it's usually like non-black people saying, like the caption will be, oh, when you're at Thanksgiving and your dad says something mad. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's giving something. It's giving you want to say it. It's, it's giving <laughs> you said it. It's, it's giving you said the N word. That's what it's given to and me. the thing is, it might not be that. It might not be that at all. But I just think, why? That's such an interesting trend mm. to do. I would and you never didn't pull do that. Side, yeah, and you didn't pull your dad aside and be like, "No, nah, dad, like that. That's wrong." Exactly. On many counts, like that's just wrong. But you came to TikTok to be like, "Yeah, yeah you're gonna make the show." It's a bit yeah. weird. And people, Sorry, are I kind of segued. <laughs> I kind of segued. At least Drake wasn't in our Spotify. He wasn't even on my songs. Like the top. He actually, he actually was. You know. Oh, he was my fourth person. How? I, that's what I want to know as well. Like, I know this year, I kind of got back into that Fountain song with Thames. And I know mm. I kind of banged that out for, like, maybe a month or so I banged it out. Um, and what else was there? Like, there was a couple of songs with 21 Savage that I liked. Mm. But I still don't think I listen. Like, none of... Oh, sorry. None of them were in my on repeat playlist mm. so i'm just i am very confused by that i'm not gonna lie but he finds his way in there somehow some way <laughs> every year because i definitely didn't listen to the new album so 
you know what's so funny? I feel like Drake has become this kind of like cultural phenomenon in a way where I heard the song Money for Fans, something like that, yeah. Mm. And I have no real desire to listen to Drake's latest project. What, I don't even know what it looks like. Does it look like a like a cat or something like that? Like, a, like an owl? Yeah, it looks demonic. Something like that, right? Yeah. I, I think I listened to three songs. I was like, I'm not putting myself through this. Like, this is not fair. Vic. Like, let's grow up. <laughs> But then I think I think about the fact that I want to go out with my friends and then they're going to be playing Money for Fans and everybody's going to know the words mm-hmm. and I'm not going to know the words. So then it makes me think, oh, maybe I should listen to it so I'm in, I know the words. Okay. What if somebody puts you. their camera on me on, on Insta? On the Insta stories and everyone's saying Money for Fans and I'm I'm there and, and I'm not. I'm not going to lie. There's nothing worse than being in a, a club or an event and everyone's singing the words to a song and you don't know oh anything because where dreams and nightmares still don't know i just don't like that and song. they play it every every single event still don't, don't you guys think it's just quite depressing <laughs> like it's just so sad and slow and hmm. it is but yeah yeah Go into events and not knowing the words to like popular songs that everyone's singing no. along to. I'm peak. just like, mm. peak, 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 peak. Yikes. Yikes. What other songs are there that's really popular that I don't know the words to? Um... If you know the chorus, you're cool. Do you know, do you know what? Oh, I'm embarrassed to say this out loud, but a lot of the like city girls, all of that stuff, I don't know, I don't listen to city girls. So, like, what's it called? What's the one that everyone always sings? Uh, um, until you can get snitched. Yeah, that one I don't know. So when the girls are going ham to it, I want to join <laughs> in, but I just don't, I don't know. So I'm just standing there watching everyone. Mm. Yeah, like a lot of the like female rapping stuff. I'm I'm lost. I'm not gonna lie. I'd I'd at least know the chorus because of TikTok. Yeah, that's the only bit that's I know. I, you can get yeah snatched up. All of the other stuff, I don't know. Don't know the verse. Mm. Is there anything else? It is really cold in this UK. <laughs> no, yesterday I went out and I was complaining the whole time. Really? Yeah, I was one of them people. It was cold. Damn. Cold. But yeah, it reminded me though of um yeah, last year with the Whiz Kids. That cold, the Whiz Kid cold was different. Yeah, that was a very, very very insane cold. But the way I was seeing people dressed, I was like, nah. We were really doing fashion show. And there was yeah. a lot of pressure, like a lot of people were like, oh my God, is everybody wearing heels? And I don't know if it's because it was the first time of lockdown, but everybody was like, are we wearing heels? I was like, <laughs> we've never done this before. Why are we? And it made me feel like, should I wear heels? I didn't wear heels in the end, they were trainers, but I remember walking to that concert and seeing people. I saw someone bum. Yeah, I did as well. And I was like, am I just getting old and am I boring or what? what? I saw bum, back, legs, and I was f- dressed head to toe in winter gear. <laughs> the <laughs> contrast. I remember even that time, I went to a concert again with my brother, like around that time, and like my youngest brother. Mm. And there was a girl in front of us and her bum, every, like we said bum, leg, everything was out. Oh my! And we, were, I remember my 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 toes in my shoe because I remember I wore my my warm dock tomatoes with the fur and stuff. Mm. They were actually like, it was hurting me. <laughs> so I was like, "How is this girl doing it? Like how?" Mm. But I don't know. I think that just differentiates me from the bad fucking bees. The bad bees. The, the bad bees. Yeah, we'll leave the, the house with no coat because they know that I'm gonna get a coat tonight. Yeah. That's yeah. just how it is being a bad bee. I'm not a bad I'm, bee. I'm not a bad bee. I'm no. cold. Yeah. Yeah. I get cold. I get very cold. So I don't care if it's gonna ruin my outfit. I will wear that jacket. I will I will wear it. That's the annoying thing because heels heels makes most outfits look way better, in my opinion. Mm. But sometimes I just can't Agreed. fathom it. Agreed. And then yeah, you have like, to get your toes done. It's like yeah. oh, even obviously we're supposed to go in recess and stuff i'm already thinking about what the hell am i gonna wear because i want to uh, wear boots 
Mm. So I might have to dress like an American. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I saw this TikTok by this American. I thought it was so fucking rude. And she was like, sometimes you see the way people dress and you're just like, oh, are you Jamaican? <laughs> because they were wearing some funky ass clothes. And I'm like, F- this this come from a from a, from American. <laughs> nah, they're rude. <laughs> no, but obviously as a Jamaican, I could I could I can hear where they're coming from. <laughs> okay, but do Americans not slap on one mean boot? It's true. Do, you know what, yeah, it's so funny. Like I wish I could like keep tabs on all the times I've seen it, but yeah, Americans will have the most fire fit, yeah. So from the literally the, from the waist up, the fit is fire. Even from the hip up, the fit is fire. Then they do a full length and you're wearing boots. Boots. I'm like, why? Why did you do this? A mean one as well. Yes. The boot is often loud. Mean. So great. This is so random. But when did you start ordering like your own McDonald's order or own Nando's order? Like by Um... yourself? (laughs) How do you mean by myself? Because I basically I was just I was just trying to think when did I start ordering this at Nando's because I went Nando's like when did when did this start? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tried to remember that the first time I went to Nando's, but I used, always used to go with my family. Oh yeah, no, my mom hates Nando's, so oh, just, I've she? never gone with my mom. Yeah, my mom, my mom is not keen on Nando's. Wow, I know. I know I was very disappointed to hear that, but that's crazy. Yeah, so I've never actually been with my family mm. i've only ever gone nando's with my friends and mm. yeah i think like when i was growing up i remember like we used to travel to the old two and go to the old two nando's like around college time and i think i just mm. kind of used to follow what everyone else was getting yeah. mm. so like they would get the the quarter chicken so i'd get like the quarter chicken the chips and i don't know another side and obviously bottomless drink um and it kind of always, kind of always stuck. It's only really the last maybe two, three years I've started, okay, maybe I'll try the burger or mm. I'll try this or I'll try that. Maybe if I'll, I'll even fuck around and get a start, starter. Like, <laughs> I never used to even get starters at Nando's. Mm. It was literally just the quarter chicken, maybe go up to half sometimes, half a chicken, two sides, drink. That was mm. my That was my Nando's order. Very, very boring. I won't lie. Nothing boring about that. Yeah. How about No, because I remember we used to get the family platter. Okay, yeah. So we used to get a big, big family platter. Everyone would have one chicken each at least. Mm. Then we'd get loads of chips and then we'd also always get coleslaw. Mm. Even coleslaw, I think I'm saying it wrong. Coleslaw, cup, 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 coleslaw. Kaya says coleslaw. Coleslaw. (laughs) (laughs) We'd always get that. And did we get bottomless drinks? I feel like we did. Mm. I feel like we did. And then I remember going out with my friends and we went to Nando's for like a leaving, like that last day of like secondary school, leaving do. I remember thinking, what am I going to get? With these <laughs> but like, did you want to tell them, did you want to <laughs> tell them, let's get the family platter? Family platter. <laughs> Why do I feel like we did get the family platter? That's actually finishing me. <laughs> but no, I just, I, yeah, like, similar to you, but um, I've always kind of been quite like, oh, I'll just try anything. So sometimes mm. I go to Nando's and just try. Like I've tried maybe every single thing on the menu. Really? Yeah. Tried I haven't tried like I want to try the new mac and cheese, and I want to yeah, try like that. the frozen cocktails. I haven't. I haven't. Oh wait, have I tried the, the mac and cheese? Oh no, I've not tried the frozen cocktails. I've tried the mac and cheese. Mm. How is it? And uh, uh, six point five out of ten. It's not touching mm, like. Okay. It's not touching like original kind of re- recipes vibes. Okay. It's just it's just okay. It's like something that you'd have on your period, like if you were cut, needed comfort food. Okay, fair like, enough. Just okay. The loaded fries, though. Oh, that was lovely. A lot of people don't like it, but I think it's because yeah, of how expensive I, it is. I wasn't sure on on it. I had them, and I was like, mm, yeah, I don't think I'm ordering this again. But then when I looked on TikTok, some people's looked so different from mine. Okay, maybe mine it's looked like where, it was made maybe of it's love. where you're. Yeah, maybe it's where you're you're getting yours from. But yeah, my one, I think, I think they just put too much, too much sauce on it. I don't know. Something was just not off. Something was off mm. about it. 
And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm getting this again. Oh, I loved it. I want to get it fair. again. Was it eight pounds? Yeah, it's eight pounds. Yeah, I'd get it again. I was dreaming about it the other day. <laughs> but do you know what I think where they may, may have flopped is calling it loaded fries because people have this expectation that it's meant to be, it's meant to taste like, you know, like an American kind of loaded fries, like a mm. crazy, crazy vibe. But it's not. It's just kind of like a Nando's version. Yeah. With yeah, their yeah. creamy sauce. And why the fuck don't they put their creamy sauce anymore? They've gotten rid of it. Which one? The, they used the, to have like this creamy, you know the how they have dressing. Like, yeah. Oh, I haven't even noticed, you know. I don't go Nando's that often. Ah. Maybe like three times a year. Maybe. Yeah. I don't really go often. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. The last time I went was to try the loaded fries. And I think that was like three, maybe four months ago. Mm. But hey, um, Vic, do you know if we have any dilemmas? Yeah, one second. Hey, lovely. So I'm going to my friend's party, but I don't know anyone there except for her. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm quite nervous about how I'm going to socialize and I want to show up for her. Do you have any advice? Oh, gosh, I hate this. Sorry, that's mm. not really encouraging, is it? Mm. If, I'm, if, I, if I have to be honest, this is like the one thing I hate, but I'm able to navigate it. Mm. So like, just accept. <laughs> you, there's a few things you could do. Um, go there and socialize and literally, hopefully she's got icebreakers and it's not like, it depends on what kind of size the party is. If it's small, then you definitely meet people. People definitely talk to you. Yeah. Unless, unless she's just friends of a bag of witches. Mm. So if it's a, if, if it's a small intimate thing, don't worry, you'd be absolutely fine. You'd be absolutely fine. And just go there. If you're really, really nervous, maybe even go late. I mean, I think actually being on time might even help because then you can latch on to someone yeah like you 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 have to talk it'll be hella awkward if you don't and just be in that mood of talking to people and just be like oh hey how do you know so and so oh cool um what's your like fondest memory of her um you know maybe just talk about the caller oh she's gone she's got she's got she's gone in for us or oh the drinks are nice talk to the person oh where do you work what do you do trust me you'll find you'll find someone to just talk to for the night Mm. And if if it's a bigger party, maybe accept, maybe try the same tactics. But sometimes I find at bigger parties, it's quite hard because people come with their cliques and it's a bit hard. Or if you find someone alone, go speak to them. Yeah. But what you can do if it's a bigger party, come. Because if it's, if, it's if it's a black girl, she's going to come to that party around 11, 30, 12. Come at 11, t- take your cute pictures with her, write her tail, dance with her, write her tail, then go home. Yeah. That's honestly, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, if it was me, like the way my social anxiety is set up, like if I was going to my friend's party alone, that would be like literally worst, worst, worst case scenario for me. That would be like a biggest fair thing. Mm. So I think genuinely, if they invited me, I would be like, is it all right if I bring a plus one? That would oh, be my first question. Idea. Yeah. That's that would be my first idea. question. And usually they they should be all right with it because obviously the understanding is that, mm-hmm. yeah, you wouldn't know anyone there. Mm-hmm. And your friend will want you to be comfortable and they'll want you to come. So mm-hmm. more than likely they'll say, yeah, you can bring a plus, plus one, don't be silly. Da, da, da. If for whatever reason you can't do that, then yeah, my next option would just be to, I'll come, say hi, cut cake with you, whatever it is, sing happy birthday, get you on video. Then I'm out. Mm. Third thing I might do, is I might try. So, for example, if you do see a group of girls, you know, sometimes you can just be like honest. Maybe even if you need a little bit of Dutch courage, but you can go to them and just be like, "Oh, is it all right if I chill? Like, if I just chill with you or whatever?" Mm. And you know, if the girl, if the if it's a nice girl group, then they'll be like, "Yeah, like mm. of course." Da, 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 da. And they might obviously just kind of take you in. Oh, how do mm-hmm. you know her? Da, 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 da. And then you're with them for a bit. You don't have to stay with them the whole night, but if it just stops you from feeling comfortable, mm. sorry, feeling uncomfortable for a little while, then yeah, I would, those would be my three options. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Um, but yeah, I wish you the best of luck, obviously, because it's, oh it's, it's, it's no, it's not easy. Like Mm-mm. that kind of situation is very, very, like it's very difficult because there's a difference between like if it's a dinner 
and it's a bit more you know intimate and you can have mm-hmm. those sorts of conversations with people you know you can kind of just chat along and find out a bit even more that can people. be awkward jesus yeah exactly that Sometimes, can be yeah. awkward as well but yeah when it's like a party where everyone's on their own sort of thing mm. like yeah i can completely understand why you're feeling a bit anxious i've done it before i've kind of went to a party by myself mm. and yeah. yeah i just want every throughout the whole night i just think i want to be at home yeah the best way to do it is just to come when the birthday girl comes Mm. and then just leave after she's done her entrance yeah and yeah, it's, if, if you if you can drive then it's just sweet for you because like in and out yeah you know do you know what i mean and she's probably so weird she doesn't even remember that if you were there or 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 anything yeah yeah it's true it's true it's true uh, but i think jazz jazz's answer is perfect please the plus one hey love the pod it gets me through the week my question is thank you so much my question is how do you get over someone being in a toxic relationship situationship sorry and keep keep breaking free then falling into old patterns what helps you in the past thanks oh gosh um i guess i could talk a bit about it um obviously for people that have listened to the pod like you've probably known that i was with someone for a very 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 long time and yeah we ended for a multitude of reasons but ultimately we just weren't made for each other um I wasn't getting what I needed and yeah it just wasn't wasn't working wasn't healthy didn't feel like we were going to have a future together you know when you just look at someone or they do something and then you're like the person I marry would never do this to me so it's like yeah you just start to see like this is not fitting it's not making sense anymore mm. um so how do it's not easy like obviously when especially when you're so used to someone and you mentioned that it's a situation ship so it's, I guess this is a little bit different but I genuinely think you kind of have to hold on to the reasons why you broke up mm. why you ended um what helped me is that I start, I did start to see like this demonic side and I was like, mm. yeah, I can't, I can't fuck with demons no more. And I just, I held on to that feeling, that anger. And even up till this day, I mm. hold a lot of resentment towards him. So it's like, it's very difficult with that in mind to, what's it called? To kind of go back and let that person in. Like you can't let your guard down because you might see them. Like it's definitely happened where we've seen each other out and it's like, he tries to talk to me and I'm like, we're not friends, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Like what's going on here? Mm. Um, So yeah, I think you kind of have to hold on to that feeling and I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy because at the end of the day you will have a lot of good memories with that person you know even if you do see their bad side now you're going to remember oh I remember when they did this or they did that and you know you might hear certain songs you might smell certain perfumes and you'll be like oh that reminds me of that it's not easy but you will eventually get to a point where it will become easier and easier like there's stuff now that I'm like I've even forgotten like you start to forget what that person Mm. was like as time goes on um, so it definitely does become easier but it's just that initial sense of like going no contact I think no contact is the best way I'll be very very honest none of this oh let's try be friends da, da, da. no 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 I don't believe in it just yeah you just have to cut them loose cut them loose and just see it as a benefit for yourself and for them as well like it's just better that we just cut ties completely we don't need to be friends Again, my situation was different because we had to maintain some sort of contact. But yeah, if you have no ties together, just did it. Did it, did mm. it, did it, did it, did it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely agree with us. Just make a cons list. So mm. you can all keep referring to that because as, as Jasmine said, you'll forget. And you start yeah. romanticizing the good mm. bits. And then the good bits is like one or twice. Oh, when he hugged me and the, the moon was out. <laughs> you just romanticize that oh oh when he leaned in for a kiss okay but the cons list is so long we've got another one hi loves congratulations on your engagement thank you do you have any tips on isolation seasonal depression 
I'm overworked, broke, feeling kind of like my friends don't care about me. Your pod brightens my Mondays. Isolation, seasonal depression. I would definitely say go see the doctor ASAP, Rocky, uh, and talk to them about depression and see, you know, what what things that they can help you with if you haven't. Um, Because if it's seasonal, then it might be... I don't want to diagnose you, please. I'm not a doctor. Mm -hmm. But vitamins may help. Being under the sunlight may help, going on walks, getting out the house. And the thing about being feeling isolated is you will kind of want to stay in that that yeah. mode of being isolated. 110%. So, especially if you're feeling overworked and you're you're not having low funds or you're just feeling sad or you're feeling like people don't like you, then you just want to be in that isolated space where you want to be away from everybody. Mm. And then you kind of feel like, oh, I'd, I'd, well, this works best for me or I even deserve this. I deserve yeah. this. Like, I don't deserve friends, or I don't deserve love, or I don't deserve this. And you do. So sometimes what helps me is having things in my calendar. So kind of being like, okay, I need to go out at least once this week. I need to see my family, or I need to see my friends, or I need to go shopping, or I need to I need to go for a walk. Do you know what I mean? I need to go out. I can't have my week just be work. But yeah. the annoying thing is when you're overworked, it's very hard to even factor those things in. So I think the first thing you need to do is just, like, address being overworked. So like mm. speak to your speak to your manager and just be like, oh, this workload doesn't really match up to the previous months. Is it because of we're, we're in December and it's quite a busy month? Is this going to be the same in January? I'm just really a bit concerned. Is there any ways I can, you know, like I've been doing such great work. I just want to know ways that this can be more manageable. Um, or if it means that you may have to look for another job because being overworked is just not worth it. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I, I agree with everything Vic said. Um, since I have been off my medication, I've kind of been uh, trying different things. Um, of course, natural disclaimer, we're not doctors. You definitely need to see your GP to get a formal diagnosis. Um, but yeah, like, you know, vitamin D3. Um, some people swear by ashwagandha. Um there's like loads of supplements that are supposed to sort of, or they say they help relieve symptoms of depression or anxiety. Um, sad lights. Mm. I've also, I've heard some people swear by them. Some people say, oh, they don't do much, um, but it might be something that you want to try. Um, but yeah, I think definitely get a formal diagnosis first. I think when it comes to the winter, I think it's quite normal to feel like you want to just stay indoors and kind of because mm. if we think about biology we're not supposed to be continuing at the same speed as we were during summer like we are supposed to sort of slow down you know kind of relax mm. and reset ourselves during winter but obviously this society doesn't allow for that so we're trying to push through those feelings and that sort of makes it even more difficult sometimes like, I don't think there's anything wrong with like recuperating and sort of withdrawing just to refresh and reset but if you do feel like it's becoming more of a depression then yeah definitely um seek doctor's advice and like Vic said if it is something external like if it's to do with work if it's to do with relationships then yeah maybe that's also something that needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. if you do need to take sick leave off work do it don't feel guilty call in sick um and, you know, get signed off by your doctor if you need to. Like, you really need to put yourself first. I'm I'm such an advocate of that when it comes to workplaces because at the end of the day, life goes on. Mm. Unless you're literally working a job where it's life and death, there's absolutely no reason why you should be there like, oh, I can't, I can't take a week off or I can't, like, no one's going to die if, if yeah. you know, that email doesn't get sent on mm-hmm. Monday morning. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm. just definitely put your put yourself first um in this situation first and foremost um but yeah i'm i'm, I'm really wishing you the best of this because I, I know yeah. it's not easy at all but you're not alone 100 mm. percent, you're not alone like a lot of yeah. people go through the same feelings yeah i feel like is it feeling like my friends don't care about me um i think definitely reach out to your friends and okay actually no because i don't want to gaslight people because if you're saying to me that you feel like they don't care, I don't want to say because of what you're going through. Mm. 
Because sometimes when I follow, I, I talk myself into like, oh, everybody hates me and like, yeah, like, yeah. But you may not be the same as me. You may but have. I think, your... But I think what you're saying is valid. It could mm. be. We don't know. Like, we, we don't know mm. um, your situation. Mm. So we can't say for sure, oh, you know, it might not be the case or this, that, and the other. But it is definitely sometimes a symptom of depression that like we can sort of. Obviously, we're thinking the worst. So the worst case scenario in our heads is that our friend, like my friend hates, hates me mm. or my friends don't care about me and this, that and the other. Like we do get into that sort of cycle of negative thinking when you're depressed, but mm. sometimes it genuinely isn't the case. And um, sometimes we do have to challenge that. Like what makes what makes me think that my friend doesn't care about me? Mm. What makes me think that they don't like me? And if you can't come up with like a reason or an example, then maybe, maybe it is something that we're pushing rather than mm. it actually being the case. Do you think sometimes we have to, not not talking about you, hon, not you from the dilemma. Mm. Please, I'm not talking about you. But do you think sometimes, you know, sometimes I see TikToks like, when you have a feeling that someone's being weird, you trust that feeling. As much as I do trust that, sometimes I feel like, does that lead us to losing friends who may be good for us yeah i've i think tiktok is fucking us up tiktok mm. social media is fucking us up <laughs> because because there we... are a lot of social media psychologists mm. that are not qualified psychologists at all at all because sometimes you hear people say things like you didn't come to this event that i threw therefore you're not supportive yeah and it's like but what if your friend was going through something or what if like, do you know what I mean it's like the mm. the extreme ends the extreme I don't know I feel, I feel like some people think maybe friendships are perfect like I see stuff on TikTok where people are like yeah someone shop was not showing up for me so I just had to dead that and I'm like wow like like that what if, yeah what if someone yeah. was going through it like what if yeah or maybe we could have talked it out like and I think as well like there's so much that is missed out of stuff like that like I think some people they see like little sound bites on on social media and mm. they kind of run with it like that's their mantra oh you know trust your gut feeling trust your gut trust your gut sometimes our gut has ibs sometimes <laughs> there's something throwing us off mm. like a lot of us have insecurities like we have previous traumas mm. so you not to be dramatic but there's so there could be so many reasons why we're thinking the worst but it's not actually the case mm. like if you're someone that has like me I have a what's it called an anxious attachment style mm. there might be something here yeah, that someone does and I'm thinking this person is a this that any other mm. but a secure person is gonna think you know what it wasn't that deep like mm. we're all gonna respond to different things differently like my initial gut reaction will probably be negative but someone else might have a bit more grace mm. and stuff like that as well I always feel and I come back to this a lot but if you were in a romantic relationship and your partner did something, you're not gonna you're not gonna cut them off. Yeah, ASAP. Mm. You're not gonna cut them off straight away. You're gonna have a conversation. You're gonna be like, oh, why didn't you come to my event? And if they give you a reason, you're more than likely gonna take it on board. But when mm. it comes to friendships, people are so strict. Yeah. And I don't get that at yeah, all. Yeah, I do sometimes think that maybe we do lose friends because or when people say like, "Oh, I just feel like they weren't happy for me," and mm. it's like, "But what, what, what was your reasoning that you like?" Sometimes, sometimes I get it. Like some people fucking aren't happy for you, but mm. some people it might just be like maybe there's a lot of things that we're missing out on. Like maybe someone maybe even and I know it sounds awful. Maybe maybe even might be triggered by your happiness. For example, I saw a TikTok of a girl, and it really made me think like, "Fuck, I need to be way more careful about stuff." Mm. Like she said, like. Be, please be careful when you're pregnant trigger warning um miscarriage so please be careful when you're pregnant and you're telling like your friend who may have suffered from a, a miscarriage about it mm. and it's something that never ever crossed my mind mm. she was like please be careful because especially if it's been recent and she said to be fair, it doesn't even matter just please be careful like you know especially like friends who are struggling like, please be careful of like just kind of inviting them or, or no she said please be careful about telling them the surprise in public 
Okay. Because I know, because yeah. I've had it before. My friend told me, like, "Oh, you know, I'm um, I'm pregnant." She told me this in public, and I was proper crying. It was it was cute though, mm. but it's like she said, "Just please be careful." And the thing is, what if I told someone that and then they didn't react how I wanted them to react? They weren't as happy, or because I've got it on video and stuff, and they're not as happy. Yeah. And I'm like, "Well, like she doesn't, she's not, she's not there for me." But I didn't even bother to ask. I just cut that person off, mm. or I've I've put that I've ticked that as a music red flag. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit... Yeah, I think a lot of things are a lot more complicated than just, mm. oh, having a gut feeling and running mm. with that. Mm. Um, Yeah, but I feel like, give... Oh, gosh. And obviously I say this with without knowing the full information, but I say, give your friends some grace and, mm. like, try to trust that they do want the best for you first and foremost obviously if you have like examples of what makes you think they don't care about you or this that and the other then yeah 100% have a conversation and just you know tell them how you're feeling even if you don't have an example maybe just express like the mental space that you're in right now if you Mm. feel safe and comfortable enough to do so like just tell them what you're going through and like try to allow them to be your friends Mm. yeah yeah, definitely. So we've got the last one. I'm 20 years old and I repeated first year of uni as I failed first time, then I failed again. And now I'm, ki- now I'm kicked out of uni. I haven't told my mum and I'm upset. And I'm lying to all my friends because I'm ashamed. They all think I'm doing a gap year. What do I do? I've been looking at apprenticeships for next year. I'm really, uh, I'm an avid of apprenticeships. I know they pay really bad. Like, I don't know if yeah. it's changed now, but I, I, I think I think they're amazing. And there's so many different fields you can go into. You can go into being a solicitor. You can go into being a mortgage advisor. You can go into real, real, like, concrete careers that are going to be mm-hmm. here that are recession-proof. Yep. So I definitely, I would definitely, definitely do it. And the added um, plus side is with without the 60K debt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Real talk. Honestly, I, I think apprenticeships are very, very good. Mm-hmm. And you're so young, 20, oh my days. Mm. You could, you could, I mean, please, you can change your career whenever, you can change your career at 30, you can change your career at 40, but you can change your career so many times when you're young, I feel. Like, mm, freely, without, like, no judgment, like, without, do you know what I mean? Like, if wh- when I'm applying for some jobs, like, into different markets, they're like, oh, you're too senior. But I'm like, I don't, I don't have any experience to be doing this job. Mm. But they still won't give you a chance because they see you as senior anyways, I'm going off. Um, yeah, I think this is amazing. And apprenticeships, most apprenticeships lead to a job. Yeah. And, and please don't, don't, please don't be sidetracked. Like, cause the, the thing about uni is, but I do remember like seeing like finance and maths people getting like UN jobs or UN graduate things or you mm. like schemes. And, and then I remember like seeing like the salary and it would be like 36 K. Hey. Are you like as a graduate? <laughs> but the greatest thing is now the graduate schemes are like forty k. I even saw one, and I would not. I can't even believe it's seventy k. Mm-hmm. I said so. If a grad is, and this is why people don't want to take on jobs that, and and I get it. I really, really do. But this is why people don't want to take apprenticeships or even jobs that are like, which is the normal. I say normal. It shouldn't be the basic entry level of like twenty one k or twenty five k or twenty seven k because they're just like you know they think it's wrong and I think it's wrong too and I hope I really hope I don't sound I don't know fuck it but I do think if you get those jobs and you work your way you are listen you're young I'm sure you're living at home ride the wave yeah for real ride it don't don't look to your left and be like oh they got this the, the 32k it doesn't matter you will get there too you will get there too mm. and with apprenticeships of course it's a bit of a longer journey than everybody else but you you'll be fine you'll be so fine yeah you'll be yeah. so fine and I think uh when it comes to like telling your family and stuff like I think I think just free it just free yourself mm. unburden yourself and obviously I say this I say this from the comfort of my own home obviously I don't know your situation and your family dynamic but I feel like living in secret might make you more sort of anxious mm. and stress you out more um even if you just wait until you secure the apprenticeship mm-hmm. then do that and you don't have to say you got kicked out you just need to just say you know I decided this mm-hmm. stand firm in it as well be like no mm. you know what uni was a waste of time mm. 
sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna Fair. gaslight myself too. I'll be like, yeah, uni was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this and this is the fact of the matter is uni isn't for everybody. Like we're, mm. we're living in a time where like we're all going through the same education system. However, like it doesn't work for everybody. Mm. Some people need to be taught differently. Some people learn differently. Some of the systems that we have don't work for everybody. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. Yeah. Um, just just, just try something new. And mm. apprenticeships, I think what's so good about them is that you are learning and being paid on the job. Mm. It's good. It's good. If I could go back, hey, I 100,000 million percent would be doing an apprenticeship. 100%. I would have been a plumber. <laughs> Facts. No. You, I'd pick up you a trade. Pick up drinking. I'd pick up a trade. A hundred percent. I'd be a plumber. I'm never drinking with you lot. Or engineer. Even one or two. I'll be a plumber. And my, my Instagram picture will be me with the pipes. <laughs> I'm not even joking. What do you mean? Sometimes I think, why did I do gen? Okay, I need to limit my complaints. I'm running out of time. I think I'm on 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was up. <laughs> Journalism. <laughs> the industry. Let me know, let me know, let me know. Because I know. Hmm. There's some inspiring journalists listening to this. I don't want to put you off. <laughs> I would have been a plumber. What do you mean? Do you know what? Yeah, I really like, I said this to Jasmine all the time and I need to stop. Why was I not thinking about the money when I was back then? Back then? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about making a change in the world. Yeah, we were thinking we were going Idiot. to the world changers. I wasn't thinking about money. Like people, people came to uni thinking about money. And I used to think, right, like this, this is too much. Like, I remember people feeling like, oh yeah, I'll get on this grad scheme. I'll work in Canary yeah. Wharf. Yeah. I'll do this. I'll be, yeah. Ah, this is this too is much gonna sound day. So dumb, but I oh, the money gone. didn't cross my mind at all. Because <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I thought I'm, I'm going uni. I'm getting a degree. What do you mean I'm gonna be mm. broke? I'm not gonna be broke. That was the plan. You go school, you go college, you go uni, you get a degree, you make money. Oh gosh! <laughs> but the thing is, the saddest thing is, I don't have a math, a math brain, a math brain. Yeah, I can't do numbers, but I should have forced myself to do it. Hmm. But you might you're not gonna have be unhappy with your job, it, no matter what. You might not have been happy during uni. I'm not happy now. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> At least there would have been money. And I'm not gonna lie. Being sad with money is so lit. Mm. Actually, no, no, no. This podcast, I don't know how you lot listen. Because at <laughs> least, at least you know. Oh, do you know what? Let me just get my oh actually no, I can't even say them, they're cancelled. <laughs> you can say oh, because me... so much that she wants to say, but she doesn't want to say it. At least let me go and get fast food or let me let me you can't anyways let me not let me not chow let me not chow <laughs> let me not chow let me not i've actually got tears anyways. in my eyes anyways thanks for listening to the podcast yeah thank you for listening to black girls living catch us at black girls living without the g on twitter and instagram my account is jazz underscore bw on twitter and instagram i'm on vixen on instagram all right guys have a blessed week all right bye, bye.